0: my bewilderment when i look at my credit card statement which then precedes me remembering everything that i ordered from amazon whilst i was impaired we're back mm,
1: okay so bro i I looked, today, bought- I looked today i
0: looked today was cuz i was like yeah i got to pay my credit card bill soon oh god <laughs> oh, 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 oh 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 there's no escaping
1: uh but yes we're back with another episode of what are we even doing here I feel like it's been... I feel like this is also a running theme here. It is. I feel like it's been so long since Mm we recorded. It does seem like it's been a while. It's good to be back. It's good to be
0: reunited. We're Mm -hmm. back on track with just the regular format. This isn't like an an emergency
1: recording or anything. You know what? It's kind of funny because the WrestleMania 27 episode... Right. Which is the most recent one as of recording. Sure. Was recorded... So long ago,
0: dude. It's amazing that like now, if you listen to the show in order, there's shit that doesn't make it any sense. Because I, I I started the Mania twenty seven one, and I was like, oh man, we've already talked about Cody Rhodes coming back, and on that one we were talking about if he does. Yeah, yeah, shit like
1: that. I love it. Oh man, yes. Uh, let's and see. And I also I was thinking about doing like a little disclaimer. Hey, this one was recorded weeks ago. You know. Yeah. Like But I was like, I think it's funnier if I don't say anything. Yeah, I I
0: concur. Uh, They'll figure it out. Uh, We should probably introduce ourselves on the off chance that this is the first time somebody's listening to this show. Which, Mm. if it Mm -hmm. is, the Mm -hmm. odds of you Mm -hmm. picking this episode statistically are pretty slim. But, I am the only survivor of the Challenger
1: explosion, Christian Rose, a.k.a. Tom, being joined by... (laughs) The only survivor of the Discovery Explosion, uh, Braden, a.k.a. D- Damien Deschain. You hear that,
0: NASA? We're coming for you, you fucking pitfuckers. You ever uh, seen
1: Moonfall? Oh, We're man. we both Patrick Have we, have we ever.
0: <laughs> Sir, a pair of Patrick Wilsons are here. Dude. Sometimes I want us to do watch-alongs on this more often. like Because yeah, we've only yeah. ever done watch-alongs for like... The Scooby Doo
1: stuff, right? And,
0: and every so and often, we've only
1: ever watched watched or, uh, one uh, show. Yeah, December to December, December to December. One of our best. Episodes. The rest of them were, were the rest of them. Mm-hmm. The rest of them was the Scooby Doo ones. Every so often, I'm like, man, we gotta do another watch
0: along. I got to, and I'm totally on board with it. And then sometimes I had this thought earlier day of, uh, okay, so I've referenced it on here a million times, but uh, one of my favorite podcasts is uh, We'll See You in Hell. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be a movie about, or a movie, a podcast about horror movies. Horror or fantasy or sci-fi, right? Like, something in that genre. hmm And there was an episode ages ago where they did the movie Love Actually. And it's like, early on, one of the hosts is like, so this does completely betray the format of this podcast, right? Like, this is a romantic comedy.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: but I still thought that was funny. They're just like, ah, oh, fuck, um... Part of me was like, man, I want to do more watch-alongs on this show. we got to do more wrestling watch-alongs, obviously.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then sometimes I'm like, imagine if we just had an episode one week, when it inevitably comes to streaming very soon, where we just watch Moonfall. And we just do a watch-along. <laughs> that movie
1: is 300 hours <laughs> long.
0: And it could fit into <coughs> our thing, because it's a movie about
1: the Earth wrestling the moon. Mm, I you see when you started that, <laughs> I don't know if you saw my face. Mm-hmm. I knew that's where you were going and I am ashamed that I didn't stop it.
0: You know what blows my mind honestly now that I think about it that that movie's not available on streaming yet. Really? Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: I'm pretty sure by the way that the the Warner Brothers uh company studio, whatever you want to call it, I think they have some weird plan where they're trying to not make money. Okay. <laughs> Okay, hear what, me what, out why. Now I'm not saying these two films are comparable in any any sense, but I'm saying just for the timeline here. Okay. Moonfall came out before The Batman. Mhm. It is not available on a streaming service. Mhm. The Batman came out weeks after. It is available on HBO Max as of yesterday. Mm-hmm. I started watching it again last night. So I think that Warner Brothers just has this thing where they're like we're and not just The Batman, but like a multitude of others, where they're like, we're going to spend tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars on these movies. We're going to put them in the theater for a couple of hours, and, <laughs> and we're going to make them available to people for free.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Like I understood it when, like, because if you got, if you don't know, COVID is over.
1: yeah uh, that's heard. what I'm. I'm hearing that. That's yes. what I'm hearing.
0: The intensely scrutinized and fact-checked journalists at Fox News, Breitbart, Infowars, and everyone else will tell you. COVID's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, just I, like a clean shit where you don't have to wipe. <coughs> just, just get up and go. You're going to leave that Diddy's better than you found it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, they, I understood them releasing movies to streaming services and not theaters when theaters were shut down. Like, you've already committed all this money to make these. You want to yeah. do something with them, I guess. Drive up your HBO Max subscriptions. But now it's a thing where I'm kind of like, are any of these things turning a profit? (laughs) Like, Moonfall. As batshit as that movie is, I feel like we looked up the budget that night and it was like estimated at like $160 million or something. Why don't we look it up now? Could easily. And honestly, now it's probably going to be more accurate. There's no way that was made back. (laughs) Like, even with all the Lexus ads in the middle of it, there's no way. If you're new to the show, this is the part of the program where we look stuff up.
1: Okay, so the movie cost an estimated 146 million to make.
0: That was pretty close. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it has earned just. <laughs> oh no, uh, it has earned just 18.9 million in North America, 39.4 million worldwide. <laughs> that can't. Is that? Are you dead I, fucking serious? This is the thing that's come up. 146
0: to make. Not even 19 mil in North America. And less than 40 worldwide. That's what the thing says here. That is... By the way, to put this into perspective for you or if anyone's listening to this that don't know, typically speaking, most especially like your very big budget movies, your Moonfalls, your your superheroes, your Batmans, whatever, typically speaking, they have to make... Double the investment to be considered breaking even amazing this is a wash <laughs> this is terrible uh,
1: anyways Braden, how are you how how have things been after okay it becomes it's one of the biggest box office flops of all time yeah, just uh another e- extra little tidbit the there.
0: worldwide gross and it's still under a hundred and twenty million dollars. <laughs> Yeah. By the way, that budget thing, that never counts like a lot of advertising or promotional shit. Like if you send Halle Berry and Patrick Wilson on a tour where they say hi to people and be like, go see Moonfall. You have to pay those guys to do that. That's usually not in the budget of these movies. Amazing. Yeah. that That's an easily $200, $200 million movie. <laughs> Which again, it only makes it worse. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh my god. Can you imagine what you could do with a hundred and forty six million dollars? Would it be better than
1: Moonfall? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Moonfall. I did too. It, it, it was just so, so dumb. dumb. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was catastrophically stupid. It got to a point where I was like, Alright, guys. Th- This is even beyond what suspension of disbelief should be here. Like, come on. Like, I can't remember the
0: moment in the movie. I just
1: remember the moment in the theater. Something
0: happened or someone said, like, one line of dialogue, because you, me, and Bailey saw it together. But that one inciting moment happened, and all three of us leaned forward at the same time, like, hands on the knees, jaws open, to be like, you cannot do that. Yeah, yeah. And then looked at each other. And just set back in our seats waiting for more <laughs> lunacy. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. So, you know, like, there's, like, these things that, like, the world they set up. And he, it, this makes sense in the world that they have set up in this movie. Right, right, yeah. It's actually, it's literally called world building in movies, by the way. But, yeah. They didn't even do that. No. Like, because they set it. As as much as you can in reality, they tried to make it as realistic as possible. That first, and then now he is the moon. Yeah, what? I don't know. You can't
0: just do that. You know what's like the most realistic, unrealistic thing maybe in the whole movie that people would know a current day astronaut like by name or by face. Yeah, like that guy. That's true. He walks into buildings and people are like. Oh my god, you're Patrick Wilson, the guy that's not his yeah, name. But you yeah. know what I mean? They're like, Oh uh, my god, Brian, you're like
1: a... Brian something. I I, some... I can
0: name two astronauts that
1: have existed and they're dead. Like <laughs> <laughs> I know we've talked about it on this show, but I still can't get over how depressing they they also had this movie be. With the the mother with dementia who doesn't oh, like what Yeah. what? Even? Yeah, I don't need
0: that in my summer blockbuster. <laughs> that's like Way oh, too much. They 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 gl- they put that in there for some reason, and they mm. gloss over how like guys, everyone is dead. Even by the end of the movie, where the quote world is saved. Yeah, yeah. no, like this damage is irreparable.
1: There's the, no coming back. The damage that they portrayed in this is is unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Did you ever see uh the 2012?
1: Um, I did. It's been way too long. Now. Same
0: director, by the way. Mm, okay, Roland Emmerich, who just okay. seems to have a real hard on for, for mass extinction. The Earth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they kind, of, they. I mean, it's the same fucking movie in a lot of regards. But like, yeah, they at the end of that, they're just kind of like, well, ninety nine out of every hundred people on Earth are dead, but we'll carry on. And I'm like, is anyone going to say anything? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like everything that you have ever known is gone. Mm, I don't know, man.
1: Fuck, uh, guys, please! <laughs> it's wrestling time, but we got to ring that bell. Oh, that was good. That was good. That was good. That
0: was good. My finger hurts so bad. Why? Um, so you may have noticed I'm not drinking my usual. Got me mm. a Michelob Ultra here. I'm stealing Hartenbauer's gimmick for the evening. I, I enjoy a Michelob. Yeah, they are good. I just wanted to mix it up a little bit. But these slim fit cans. Mm-hmm. So one. It's fascinating to me that this is the same amount as a normal can. Yeah. There's just something about it where I'm like, is it? Yeah. You lying to me, John Michelob? If,
1: um, you, if you increase height and uh, decrease width, yeah, you you can have the same volume. But yeah. Um, yeah, that was just hard to open for some reason. Hmm. I see. Well, I mean, we timed... Oh, I mean, you timed it well with me. Oh, man. I, kinda, I had, I had, had, really I had power a couple... Through. I had a couple... Yeah. Before you, but we... Yeah. was on the I don't know why I was... That was
0: that was the equivalent of like a boxer when he knows his hand is broken but he's like I can knock this fucker out and yeah. just does it. Yeah. Uh if you let's get to let's go to the flyer first.
1: Okay? Is
0: there any wrestling news that's actually worth talking about cuz lately it's just a lot of fucking trash in my mind.
1: Um I don't know. Uh apparently uh, Kushida has left the WWE.
0: I'm saying this not as a joke, because 100,000 people have made the same joke and made it better. I did not know he was still there. <laughs> yeah. Like, I got a text from a friend of the show, Coin Jones, says, Kushida's leaving the Fed. And I said, Kushida's still in the Fed?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, I, I'm a fan of the guy's work. Mm-hmm. He's fucking brilliant. But, like, I think that when he got to NXT... That roster at that point was just so bloated mm-hmm. that they didn't have that much for him to do. He always had good matches, and then now that it's like NXT 2.0, no, yeah, there's just nothing. I, I just yeah, don't think yeah. there's anything for him there. Uh, also, supposedly, his contract ran out. He wasn't released. He didn't ask for his release, so he could show mm. up anywhere at any point. There you go. Um,
1: I saw this video from the wrestling observer on Twitter about this. Mm. And this made me laugh so hard. Okay. Brian Alvarez says, "Well, if nothing else at least when he goes back to New Japan, he'll know where the hard cam is." Because they're big on like knowing. What's right. The yeah. He just makes it a joke. Sure. And Dave goes, "Well, I actually, um, there's, a, it's a thing, a different mentality in Japan about the co- camera work." And I'm like, "Oh my God, Dave! You can't!" And the person who shared it shared it because of that. They shared it because of the like. They're like, even the capture was like, "What are you doing, dude?" Like, two. Okay.
0: Far be it for me to question. Our Lord God and Savior, the Almighty Meltzer, right? Yeah, yeah. I understand it's a different presentation. And everything. I'm a, I'm a fan. We've talked about it on this show before. I love watching New Japan. Mm-hmm. They're still working the hard cam, Dave. Maybe they're not as like strict about it as the WWE is, which I absolutely believe. But like, what one of the most over things in wrestling is Okada. Hitting the Rainmaker pose and the camera zooms out. It's the hard cam that zooms out. Give the people what they want, right? Yeah. He knows what he's... They all know what they're doing. Fuck. God damn yeah, it. Yeah. Like, I want to like Meltzer. I truly fucking do. Because yeah. he'll say stuff where I'm like, yes. It's, it's like an inverse Jim Cornette mm-hmm. for me. Where I'm like, if you would just stop saying a good portion of the shit that you say... I'd be a huge fan. Mm hmm. It's like. Like, Meltzer will say something that's like insightful about the history of wrestling. Or he'll look at, like, ratings fairly objectively. And I'm like, yes, thank you. And then he'll say
1: some shit like that where I'm like, D- guys, what are we doing? What are we even fucking doing here? The thing that upsets me the most about it is that everyone knows that Alvarez was just making a joke mm. about WWE's persistence on. Like, he's just that dense. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, Ugh. Uh, I have a little bit of wrestling news that okay. actually pertains to this podcast. Oh, okay. Now, I'm going to tell this story. Some of the details in this may shock you. I'm scared now. So, uh, a few days ago, having a conversation on the old Snapchat with friend of the show, Pocket Volcano, and we were talking about one Mr. Gabe Sapolsky.
1: Mm, mm-hmm.
0: Because now, Gabe is offering different services in wrestling. He's no longer employed by any major company. Uh, Like, he'll watch and critique a match for X amount of money. Okay. Okay? A lot of guys offer this service if it's the right guy. Sure. I have no problem with people, you know, taking this up. Taking people on this. Uh... One of the things that I was like, come on, was I'll sit on the phone and talk about wrestling with you for X amount of time for X amount. It was like $100 to sit and talk about wrestling with Gabe Sapolsky for 30 minutes. And Jesus, I'm like, man, dude. I know there's a lot of sad, lonely fucks out there, but goddamn! And what bums me out is someone's going to take him up on this. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with Gabe offering any of this. That's not my issue here, right? Uh, One of them said that he would be willing to work for any independent promotion if they had one million dollars to bankroll the company starting. And I'm like, yeah, there's just that many people sitting around with a million dollars to fucking burn like Heath Ledger in the Dark Knight. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, Anyways, he is on top of all that getting into NFTs. Mm, mm -hmm. I don't know if I've talked about it on the show. Fucking NFT. Fuck people who sell them except for the fact that they are preying on rich people. That I'm fine with. Fuck Jimmy Fallon for being funny for about one hour of his 20-year career and still (laughs) hawking NFTs with Paris Hilton on his show. Have you seen that clip? It's unreal. It's legit Paris Hilton and Jimmy Fallon on the Jimmy Fallon show being like, yeah, I bought this ape. He's wearing a hat. Yeah, I bought this ape. He's not wearing a hat. Oh, wow, they could be friends. These are people with more money than you you and I will ever see in our lives and on top of this that's on television Ugh. like even the live audience is just kind of like quiet because it's like what the fuck anyway so Gabe Sapolsky is getting into NFTs right mm-hmm. I go on this tirade about this too from the show Pocket Volcano earlier today I check in on the old Wow Ed Twitter
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Gabe Sapolsky has tweeted do I know any stand-up comedians that are into NFTs? If so, tag me. I have an opportunity for it. <laughs> PV retweets this, tags this show. And I'm like, okay, that is funny. Cool. Hours go by. I'm a little bored. I'm like, eh, let's see if there's anything else going on on this godless fucking time suck of a website. Pull it up. One or two notifications. Go to look. Gabe Sapolsky now follows this podcast. I love it. So part of me, he's not going to listen to this, so I have no fear here. Part of me says, do I pursue this ruse? Do I say, yo, I got this bit about NFTs. It's so funny. I can't even, like, demonstrate it for you, dog. You'll fucking die laughing like those weasels and Roger Rabbit you gotta fly me out somewhere real cool and I'll do this set about NFTs. And we gotta fly Jeff Chris down from Indiana to mix <laughs> it professionally. And then I just walk on the stage and say, you're all a bunch of fucking marks and then leave? Like... <laughs> oh my god. I love it. Imagine, f- like... The the sketch comedy version of this is that I f- take it all the way through there and I'm like, on the stage just... Yeah, NFTs are stupid, but I wanted to talk to Gabe about why he... Put the belt on Morishima.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Anyways. Um, Just. What are we doing? What are we even doing? Uh, Have you watched anything recently? Let's get to this undercard. I have. So. I rewatched. Because I just forgot how fucking funny it is. I rewatched. The Kurt Angle segment where he reveals that he is Jason Jordan's father. Okay. (laughs) It's so funny. It's so funny. (sighs) I don't think I've ever seen this. You need to. Really? It's, I love it. So is it funny because it's so funny
0: because it's stupid or is it funny where it's like they were playing this so seriously that no one could take it seriously?
1: Uh, but kind of both, honestly. oh wow. it's it's very stupid, but they really try to make it a Kurt Angle cries real tears, and it is hilarious.
0: Kurt Angle in particular, but there's a lot of wrestlers that like we don't give credit to for their acting ability. because mm-hmm. if you gave me something that <laughs> stupid, yeah, I,
1: I don't know i I don't know. I could make myself cry. I'm sorry my my brother came over um the other day, and I was like, Do you remember when Kurt Angle said he had an illegitimate son and we all were like, oh, Chad Gable. And he was like, nope, Jason Jordan. And then that's why I rewatched it. But just imagine how much better it would have been. Especially because now Chad Gable is just doing
0: 2000 Kurt Angle. Yeah. I saw a clip earlier today. He ran a lie detector test this week on Raw, and it was fucking hilarious. Amazing. This is something, if I had watched that whole show, I would have no, I'm not gonna say what I would have hated. I would have hated watching the whole show. I still would have loved that segment.
1: Mm-hmm. He's
0: wearing glasses and looking at a lie detector. <laughs> like, yeah, Chad Gable's
1: fucking god tier good. I know. Imagine, imagine Chad Gable now in a tag team with Kurt Angle in 2000. Oh God, yes.
0: No one could. N- all would perish.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you and uh, Chad Gable makes the same. 06 transformation to oh. just, kill, just mouth guards that say like revenge on them. <laughs> just bludgeon
0: <laughs>
1: just fuck <Because> <laughs> just, <laughs> mouth guards. That just, that just says, fuck. <laughs> uh,
0: have you ever seen the bit where after angle got his head shaved? Uh, by Edge, the next episode of SmackDown, he comes out and he's wearing like the wrestling headgear thing, and there's this incredible wig underneath. So like the hair is like kind of long and curly, yeah, m- much longer than Angle's hair has ever been. Yeah, and he gets yeah. on the mic and says, "Although I lost to Edge and I was humiliated, had my head shaved. Don't worry, it's an American miracle." <laughs> It's an Olympic miracle. My hair has grown back in only a few short days. So then, like the bit for the next, like I don't know, a couple weeks, maybe a month, they got out of it was Angle wearing this headgear with this bad wig on it, and people being like, "We know you're bald." (laughs) It's so good. I think it. it, I think the payoff ends up being Hogan of all people, like
1: rips it off of him, and angles like, oh my god, yeah, right. Because that's all I want to do now. <laughs> Ugh. Mm. Um, have you watched any wrestling? Um,
0: no. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been watching more television and more movies lately. I have not watched any wrestling outside of the shit that we're talking about on the next couple episodes. Mm-hmm. I would have liked. I watched a little bit of Ring of Honor, like right before you got here, from like 05 Ring of Honor on some of those DVDs. Um, yeah, I think I've talked about everything I've seen recently already on this show because I haven't watched shit.
1: Well, I have a little bit more for my undercard Go for it. that please, we Please, please, for my wrestling po- portion because I rewatched a thing that you showed me, and that I've since watched with you again. I have three times since the last time we watched it rewatched. Joe versus Kobashi, dude! It is so good. It truly, truly is.
0: This makes me so happy. This warms my <laughs> cold, dead black heart. Uh, like I showed this to. Were we all over here the the first night, or was it just you and me? It was just you and me. Just you and me. Okay, that first time. Joe versus Kobashi, guys. If you haven't seen it, I don't know if it's
1: available on streaming services but it's
0: on youtube it's on youtube it
1: is on youtube there's a video called three brutal samoa joe matches yeah that's the first one because people if you look up joe versus kobashi it's like the first thing that comes up yeah awesome okay so it is on that's how i've rewatched it so many times
0: yeah i should have asked i Mm -hmm. yeah uh if you guys if you're listening to this and you haven't seen that match pause the recording do yourselves a favor
1: go watch it and then come back Unfortunately, YouTube does not have the slightly before and entrances. Mm-hmm. It starts at like the announcing. Sure, thing right in, the ring. in the ring, yeah. Because uh, and, well, that's unfortunate. Because the entrance, especially for Kobashi, is just so Dude, good. I he love. Looks, his he looks so expression. genuinely touched that people yeah. know
0: who he is. Like mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. Um, I don't think I've ever seen. So he was. He was on multiple shows.
1: Mm-hmm. There's another video called The Other Kobashi Matches in Ring of Honor. Or yeah, like I've
0: never seen any of those. Me neither. And I think one of them is something like absolutely insane. I want to say it's like Kobashi and Loki against Joe and Homicide maybe. I don't know. It's something It's
1: a something absolutely bonkers. What the hell? Um, Might be interesting to delve into. Yeah. Got that match though. It's so good. It's, it's just uh, uh What do you say? <laughs> it's the
0: dude, one of the most ang- like I try not to get angry at wrestling fans online because the majority of them are fucking stupid. But I can remember like over a decade ago, I saw somebody comment online um <laughs> who cares? It was something about like ring of honor or star ratings or something, but it, literally the guy's comment was I watched Joe versus Kobashi. It's supposed to be a five-star match. All I saw was two fat guys slapping each other. And I'm like, you're brain dead. I'm sorry. You're just fucking brain dead. Like, I don't know what to tell you at that point. Like, I wouldn't call Kobashi fat. Jesus. No, I, I wouldn't call Joe fat, especially not to his fucking face. But, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, that That's the thing where I'm just, like, I throw my hands up. Like, you, you, there's no argument to be had with somebody like that. Like, it's
1: i don't know it's just the the kawada kicks yeah the chops the The, the the machine gun chops chops, yeah joe is in agony for a lot of it oh yeah and it's such a strange uh, facial expression to see on samoa joe and kobashi takes the muscle buster and everyone
0: buys it, kicks I out. I forgot and there's,
1: about that, and I watched there's, there's it. Because there's another,
0: like, 12 minutes <laughs> after that.
1: Ugh, it's so good. It's just fucking fantastic. I watched it, I re-watched it with Dakota when he came over here the other mm. day. And it's, um... The muscle buster happens, and I out loud said, there's so many things that I remember having in this, happening in this match that haven't happened yet. I'm so right. excited. Like there's yeah. so much to it. I love almost it. the back third of
0: the match is after that. It's yeah, they, that, it's that's so a solid weird. almost thirty minutes. I bet bell uh, to bell. I bet it's twenty five.
1: Let's look, let's
0: look. But yeah, like, but that's the type of like storytelling that I like to tell. Where it's like, I think in Ring of Honor, I don't think anyone at that point had kicked out of the Muscle Buster. Like, and if they did, it was unbelievably few and far between. And then there's still another 12 minutes left, I think, give or take. What do you got?
1: Um, I'm looking. I'm looking. We're going back to some more Googling here, guys. I'm looking. I'm looking. Okay, hold on. This might be. This is just. This is the way I'm going to look at it, okay? Okay. You're pulling up the video and looking at the
0: timestamp, aren't you?
1: Yeah. Okay. You got a problem? Uh, I guess not. (laughs) Okay, they're circling at two minutes. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, God. Uh. Uh. Okay. Okay. It looks like Kobashi has just stood up from the pinfall at 25.06. So, 23?
0: Something like that. Yeah. So that muscle buster is... Honestly, even earlier than I remember it being then. Yeah? Yeah. But yeah, still, just a fantastic fucking match. I believe, going back to our Lord and Savior, the Almighty Meltzer, I think that's the only five-star match that Ring of Honor has had. Mm. I, I may have to do some research on that off the air. It would have been six stars so. in the Tokyo Dome. It would have, but unfortunately we got the Manhattan Center. Um, I'm only now realizing that we haven't even broach the topic of what today's main event is. Mm -hmm. And with good cause. Because as you're going to find out, this is a real nothing burger of a fucking show. Yeah. Guys, we're talking about the last episode of the ECW relaunch brand, which has become effectively known as WWECW. Mm Mm-hmm. This show is not good. Um... So here's why I picked this. I was trying to think of something that we hadn't quite done yet. And I was like, we've done, by and large, WWE stuff. Mm-hmm. We've done WCW here and there. We've done a couple of ECW shows. We've done at least one Ring of Honor, at least one TNA. I was like, I want to definitely do more of those. There's got to be something. And I was yeah. like, oh, fuck. We've never, we never did the reboot of ECW, which is... In my mind, not really comparable to the original. Um, not even a little bit. As today's episode will, drive home. Uh, so I thought, let's watch the last one. Because I then was like, I have no memory of this. Yeah. And even watching it, I was like, there was only one thing that I was very vaguely cognizant of. And past that, good lord, you just cracked your back and neck. Yeah, sure did. Uh, Don't worry about it. I'm not <laughs> not to. But... I'm going to worry about it. Uh, Now, I have a question for you. Okay. Do we want to get into the main event right now?
1: Uh, I kind of thought we were going to, but I I don't know Okay, that's an excellent
0: answer. But there's one thing that we do have to do first. And that's thank our good sponsors at Pluto TV. Do you want to watch the entirety of Cheers and spend several days in a row wondering how did those people spend that much time in a bar? Sign up for Pluto TV. It costs absolutely nothing. Owned and operated by noble Kentucky citizen John Pluto. Fresh out of the Quonset hut in the deserts of Paducah, Kentucky. It's Pluto TV. A service that is, again, free. Do you want to watch the unyielding bewilderment that is beyond wrestling? Check out the Pro Wrestling Channel. Do you want to watch TNA, where you can remember that Sting fought Mick Foley at least once, but they'll remind you every ninety minutes? Check out the TNA channel. It's Pluto TV, a show that only ha- a station rather that only has two commercials: one for paper towels and the other for the COVID vaccine. Not one specific one. Just telling you to get that goddamn shot. Pluto TV, a service that can't possibly make any money, and a proud sponsor of what are we even doing?
1: I, we're, we're we're moving up.
0: John's <laughs> gonna cut me a fat check from that Quonset uh.
1: Yes. All right. So um, don't question my heart rules, and I won't. Yeah. Hear, I won't hear otherwise. Uh,
0: I actually do have one note about it. Uh, but before we get in that far. Do you have any memories or, or any connection to this brand? Not even this episode, but just this brand.
1: No, not really. Uh, besides, around this time, I would have been a very, very big CM Punk fan. Sure. And he was there.
0: Yeah, simmering, simmering. This is 2010. Yeah, we should reference, by the way, this is from February 16th of 2010. mm mm-hmm. um, So my memories of this, basically, of the brand as a whole... I remember when they said they they were going to bring it back, my nerd fandom took over for a moment, and mm-hmm. I thought, oh, my God, we've got Heyman, we've got RVD, they're signing some of these other guys. It's going to be ECW, but with WWE financial backing and production value. And it was for about 45 seconds, um, <laughs> and then it was not. So I was just kind of immediately like, oh, God. Yeah. It was... Almost instantly after that, made and pegged to be the C show. A lot of the guys that came through went on to great success, which we will talk about uh, at a future date. But my biggest memory of WWE Cw as a brand was when my foot was broken and I was living at home with my mom. Can't do a whole lot, so we watch a lot of TV together. I actually got her into wrestling through WWE Cw because they would have storylines that actually ran concurrently every week. But there was one where it was like The Miz, a very young Miz Was feuding with Balls Mahoney of Amazing people. And my mom actually got invested in it And she wanted to see Balls Mahoney Beat the shit out of The Miz The there's Miz is just that good Something, I, I'm not arguing But there's something about that to me That was just so goddamned endearing um, I love it Yeah, so Um <sighs> What what did you say it was? I'm sorry, don't question my heart? Yeah. So I always used to laugh at this one lyric in it, and me and uh, Matt Cage would always giggle about it because it's not what it is, obviously. Mm-hmm. But this is what I thought it sounded like. Uh, where it's uh, I heard you've been looking for me, but... I thought it sounded like the guy says, I heard you've been looking for amoebas. <laughs> like those little the little germ <laughs> things. <laughs>
1: I heard you've been looking for a me, Buzz.
0: <laughs> so then I'm just picturing like a slew of wrestlers with a, <laughs> mac, a microscope or whatever. Amazing. Um, so, <laughs> my first real note on this, because this is actually written down before even that. In all caps, with s- several exclamation points. 47 minutes! <laughs> Yeah. I don't know why I, re- I remembered this show being a two-hour show. I, I thought it
1: would have most assuredly been. And
0: now I, I I hit play and that little time stamp thing came up
1: and I about fell the fuck over. I did not see that. I, I noticed the time when the main event started. I was like, what? Yeah. Okay. That's when I... This this one and the next one that we're covering, I got
0: real into the time on these shows and these timestamps. Okay, but yeah, I'm hoping you still got match times for them. But like, I do, I do, okay, I do. good.
1: I well, oh, frick, I Googled it and then we went on a different thing. And then oh, no, I, I might have lost that page. I'm gonna to get find it
0: back. I'll find it back. Um, find it back. There's a sign in the crowd that says ECW is over, and I wanted to say. No, because if it was, it would have kept going. Um, uh, that, that Very good, very good. Yeah. Uh, also, there's no storyline reason for this. They make
1: that abundantly clear. Yeah, they're just like on commentary, which, by the way, commentary is Byron Saxton and Dude. Josh Matthews. Dude. What I,
0: are we doing? I Okay, we had a discussion on here once about commentary and how you tend to focus on it more than I do. Yeah. I sat down to watch this, it's like... I gotta pay a little bit more attention to this. Th- this will promote more conversation. Yeah, I was punished for paying <laughs> attention. What the fuck? These guys, <coughs> on on their own, they may be very well and good with the right partner. Together, goddamn, this was bad, dude. I felt
1: like I was listening to a soap commercial. See, I don't. I prefer Saxton as like an interviewer. Sure, I think he's perfectly serviceable as an interviewer. Now, which he is re- an interviewer on the next episode, we. Cover. Which is amazing. Uh, but now, correct me if
0: I'm wrong. He was a worker at one point, right? I don't think so. Oh, I thought that he was. I don't.
1: Maybe think I'm thinking so. of somebody else. When I was, I mean, I know David a... Otunga was a wrestler sure. turned commentator. No one, by time. the
0: way, can confirm if he's still employed. Let me see. Don't, 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 don't lose the page. We'll, we'll. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. No one knows. Um. So the... I almost want to keep it that way. I it's like too. it's like I think it's better if I never hear a Lee Bryce. He's just song. getting paid to be rich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's better. <laughs> it's just it's better if i never hear a, a Lee Bryce song.
0: Oh man, if if you're listening and you have one of those cardboard cutout stand-ups from Casey's last year that plagued my life of Lee Bryce Get that to me. Because yeah. I want to just wake up every morning and fight it.
1: Uh <laughs> Dude, I want to get Lee Bryce hats. Because Connor and Berna have one, they do. I want us to get them, and I want TDC to be sponsored by Lee Bryce <laughs> without him knowing.
0: What's your favorite Lee Bryce song? That one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I the- hope he has a song that has that's that's called that one, but I don't want to look it up. The big one. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> You're big boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, but it's so weird that they're just like, "Yep, this is the last one,"
0: right? Like. You would have thought there would have been some dumb, if I win, I'm shutting the show down thing or something. But instead, it's just like, fuck it. I don't know. It'll become NXT. So, man, oh, man, does it. Because, again, this, in essence, show starts, I heard you've been looking for... Hey, everybody, it's the last episode of NXT. Or, I'm sorry, the last episode of ECW. Next week, NXT starts. It's going to be the next evolution Dude. I didn't realize it was that quick. I didn't either. I thought there was some sort of a buffer in between. Yeah. But then I started thinking about it. I was like, oh, fuck. I bet their contract with sci fi, because keep in mind, ECW was on sci fi. Which is amazing. I bet that their contract was basically you got to give us an hour of programming every week. Mm-hmm. And not something specific. You know what I mean? Like, yeah um unless they change channels or something um also slight foreshadowing for the future based on this i very much want to do the first episode of this show okay and i know that it opens with a fucking zombie oh okay yeah i do remember i do remember and i remember being immediately confused and disheartened <laughs> and then people online were like no no it's cuz it's on sci-fi and they want more and i'm like well that's not I'd call a zombie, like, a horror thing, and I yeah. know that, like, that channel played anything that could loosely fit under the, the science fiction umbrella, but, like, mm-hmm. that was also supposedly why Kevin Thorne got the character that he did, and, uh, again, I'm like, Amazing. guys, not quite sci-fi. Yeah. It like,
1: well, maybe. I guess. But, like, there's some fiction and science. There's a lot of science with Especially that Especially with Ariel. Oh, man. Uh... <laughs> And if fiction
0: is something that's not real, well then, uh, shots fired. Um, goddamn, they just promoting this shit out of the gate. And then the opening match.
1: Okay, yes.
0: Brayton, I tell you, hey, it's the last show for ECW. And we're going to open with a tag team match. Give me a couple names you would think. Uh, easily the
1: Dudleys. Okay, the Dudleys. Fuck, there's one half of your tag team match. Mhm. Um, I think it'd just be kind of cool if we had like Rhino, there, boom, and Spike Dudley. Fuck it.
0: <laughs> Why absolutely, not? Absolutely, absolutely. All guys that are both ECW and WWE alumni. But no, no one, <laughs> no one from ECW is in this. So it's Show Miz
1: out first. Well, well, big show. Big Show was was on ECW. Okay, okay, fair enough.
0: <laughs> We're reaching hard here. And I
1: remember the Miz like in the Fedora stuff. On, no, that was where he. That would have been where he started on yeah. t-
0: on TV. It was would would have been. So
1: no, no, wait, wait, wait. wait. Two EC-
0: he would have started as the host of Friday Night SmackDown, then been put on ECW mm-hmm. until he got good. Remember.
1: This is WWE CW, not. Sure, okay, okay. I would argue that Big Show and Miz are both WWE CW guys. Yeah, okay. And I hate that that makes sense.
0: You want something that'll really fuck your brain up? Hmm. This is February of 2010. Mm -hmm. By November of this year, Miz is WWE Champion. Jesus. Yeah. What a year. Uh, all these fucks they're hyping for the NXT debut show next week is the Nexus. Yeah. By SummerSlam of this year, those fuckers are main eventing the goddamn show.
1: Jesus.
0: By SummerSlam of this year, Daniel Bryan has been on NXT, fired, gone on a tour of the indies in the world, rehired, and comes back. <laughs> This made me want to do more 2010, because I'm like, is this like an under-the-radar, just batshit crazy year for this company? Probably. Uh, So anyways, so it's... uh,
1: So, my next two notes in a row say, Mm -hmm. Yoshitatsu? Mm Mm-hmm. Gold Dust? You know, that legendary tag team. Yoshitatsu and Gold Dust. Who is the king of the ramshackle tag team? Highly debatable. Shelton Benjamin's up there at this point. Big show's up there. Yep. Kane's Kane's up there. there. Cesaro's up there. Oh
0: yeah. I think so far as like quality of work, it might have to go to Cesaro.
1: Yeah, the bar was awesome.
0: Yeah, Goldust is definitely there, but Goldust only had like one Ramshackle tag team that made that went to success, and that was him and Booker T. Like they were tag champions.
1: What about the Golden Truth? I thought well, was the
0: the Golden
1: Truth? The Golden Truth. I mean dude. I obviously I know who this is. I don't remember that ever happening. Okay, hold on. Let me I'm using my other Google app. Good. Like him and Cody were tag champs. Goldust and Booker were tag Golden champs. Golden truth Tag Champs? don't <laughs> think, think so.
0: That. If that's the case, then our truth has to be thrown out there. Cause he would have debuted as K quick in a tag team with the road dog.
1: Mm
0: hmm. Um. Jesus. Shelton Benjamin has been tag champs with at least three different people him and Cedric, him and Gable, him and Charlie Haas. Kane has been a tag champion with at least, I think, five people. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Because him and Mankind, him and Taker.
1: Oh, yeah. Kane and X-Pac. Truth and Kofi Kingston won the tag belts. I have no memory of that either. Me neither. Hang on. Now
0: I'm trying to remember everyone that Kane has been a tag champion with. Okay. Kane and Mankind. Mm-hmm. Kane and Taker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Kane and X-Pac. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it because I'm not sure, but I really do feel like Kane and Austin were tag champs at some point, but I'm not going to commit to that. So Kane and X-Pac. Kane and the Hurricane. Yeah. Kane and Daniel Bryan. Years and years later, that's five. And I'm still pretty sure him and Austin had him at one point. And I'm probably also forgetting some other people. Fuck. Um Love it. Oh, Kane and Big Show. That's six. Hmm. Uh so anyways, so this tag match happens. Uh, what a weird match! I had a note, by the way, somewhat similar to yours, and just said, "Am I fucking high? <laughs> like, what is this?" <sighs> uh,
1: I <laughs> the okay. I hate this commentary team. Big same. Is it? Are they? Is the commentary the reason that I have the note? Stop calling him Goldie. Probably. I, who else would Goldie? Nobody's
0: going to fucking do that. Did you see Big Show do a side headlock takeover in this match?
1: One of the most insane things I've ever seen and, in my life.
0: And nobody says a fucking word. The guys in the ring don't even fucking respond.
1: I love it. <laughs> I want to see more headlock takeovers Dude. From, from Tall Paul. Oh, my God. There, were, I remember the, the hot tag being pretty decent. Yeah, Hot Tag was good.
0: Goldust, like, for what it's worth, by the way, all four of these guys are good. Yoshitatsu was good. He was just never put in a position here to, like, for, be one about. to give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. Goldust is great, and he hits mm-hmm. Power Slam in this match.
1: His is so good. his is in that top running for best ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, also- think, I think I think Goldust is, is smoother. Mm-hmm. I think Orton's is faster. That's fair.
0: Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko and Samoa okay. Joe both. Uh, mm-hmm. Joe had somewhere I was like, you you're about to drop that person on their forehead. Yeah. Like, like you're cutting that real fucking close there, bud. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, this 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 is just kind of there.
1: I don't know. I just It's just weird. It it, was it's fine. It's just bizarre too. Do you, do you have a guess on how long? Um uh...
0: I'm gonna say seven minutes twenty-five seconds. Nine thirty-two. Oof, way off. I should have gone with my original guess of eight and a half. <laughs> um, there's more hyping in XT after this.
1: Yeah. They they list the the pros and the rookies throughout the night. Mm. Oh my god. Um, my my next note here. Ple- I go on. <laughs> Tony Atlas.
0: Oh, you went, you went beyond me. There's there's a, a segment here, I think, because my next note just says, General Manager Tiffany. Oh, yeah. Who? I had no clue who this person was. I don't think I'd ever heard of Tiffany. Never. Also, that's just her name, Tiffany.
1: Yeah.
0: General Manager, you're in charge of the show, Tiffany. What the <laughs> uh Zach Ryder is there with Rosa Mendez. Which again I was like, what what world is this? I don't even know <laughs> the year. What the fuck? <clears throat> Look at the last line on this notebook.
1: <laughs> again. Am I high?
0: Just that's her name. General Manager Tiffany, who's just this indiscreet blonde person. I had to have uh, Meg look her up. Evidently, she used to be married to Drew McIntyre. I think that's the one that, like, beat him up. Oh, no. Yeah. And if uh, that's true, fuck you. And if it's not, well, I'm just over here spreading bullshit. Um, so, then... Then Tony Atlas. Tony Atlas. Then Tony Atlas. Mm-hmm.
1: Go on, because this was... I. My next note after Tony Atlas says, Abraham Washington? So you're just naming yourself after two presidents, two of the most famous presidents, arguably. Yes. Try, maybe. I had one what or two is... memories of Abraham
0: Washington. I actually thought he was good. Okay. I just remember him managing uh, the primetime players. Okay. And then he got fired for making a joke about Kobe Bryant. Because Kobe Bryant was a rapist. Oh, okay. Settled it out of court.
1: Forgot. And everyone just kind
0: of... Yeah, see, exactly. Everyone forgot. And then it was just like, oh, he's the greatest guy ever, and he fucking died in a helicopter crash because he's a rich asshole with a fucking helicopter. I thought you were about to tell me Abraham Washington (laughs) was employed up until 2020. No. That would have been amazing, though. No, he got fired for making a Kobe Bryant joke on camera... Which is also befuddling because when the rape thing was going down, Big Show made a much better and stingier Kobe Bryant joke during a battle rap with John Cena on TV on a taped show that they still aired and suffered no repercussions.
1: Mm. Well, he's the Big Show, you see. Yeah. Well, and I think at this he's time, the Big Show. I think
0: <laughs> by this point, though, we decided that, oh, hey, we like Kobe Bryant. You're not allowed to make fun of him now.
1: Well, you can't just do that. You'd this... think, but they fucking did. Like... It's so fun to me how they just pick and choose who to stay mad at.
0: Kobe Bryant died doing the most rich man thing of all fucking time, and all people talked about was like how he was such a great person, a role model, and inspiration, this, that, and the other. Not one person was like, yo, remember when he raped that girl in Denver and then settled it out of court because he knew that he raped her and didn't want to go to trial, so he just paid her to shut up about it? Not one fucking person.
1: Um... This segment, though, Tony Atlas did you, has way, a did microphone he, specifically to laugh into. He does. Did you have no memory of Abraham Washington? Was that it Not for you? a single, even, like, so screenshot. This this had to head. have
0: been, like, a fever dream among fever dreams, then. Dude,
1: when I tell you <laughs> <laughs> I had no clue what I was watching... Like, I, th- I thought I had picked something else entirely. Which is also funny, because I picked this show. Uh, I knew, I
0: remembered Abraham Washington, and I still was like, what has happened? Like, <laughs> dude. Can we try to explain this segment for people that are just listening to us befuddled?
1: Yes, I've already started painting the picture. I'm sorry, so Tony yes. Atlas yep. is in the corner corner of the ring with a ring or with a mic yep on a, Specific- on a, stand. <laughs> yes. on a stand on a stand yes on a stand by the way on a stand specifically so he can laugh into it now for the sake of comedy
0: okay can you give us some tony atlas laugh uh
1: <laughs> like that's what it sounds like <laughs> that's so much better <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's so
0: much better the- so to me here's the thing. There's no way we've never not talked about this. There is that thing in comedy where you keep doing something long enough. Yeah, it's not yeah. funny and then it's hilarious. Yeah. I guarantee you that's what they were going for with this. Mm-hmm. Because not only is he laughing like that. Oh! Ha, ha! That's not it. Oh! Ha, ha! Uh not yeah. only is he laughing like that. He's doing it at everything. Everything. Abraham Washington was is literally like, "Good evening everyone. Welcome to ECW." Oh, ha, ha! It's not even a joke, Tony. <laughs> is that the joke? Is that the joke? <laughs> that he's not saying anything? Um, <laughs> and you know what's fucked, though, for me is if this sounds so insane, if this segment <laughs> had gone on just a little further before it gets interrupted, I would have started to laugh at the Tony Atlas thing. Or, even though the laughter is pretty constant, if it had just been constant. I, I would have started it. to laugh. Yeah, I, I yeah. think I would have eventually come back around the horn and started to laugh at it. Like, if he just never stopped.
1: Uh, so then Shelton Benjamin comes out, correct? Yes. Are we with, gonna, with... Can we talk about how bad Abraham Washington's promo here is? Sure. <laughs> he plugs
0: that this is the last show of, an, of ECW. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he works in an NXT thing. And then he says, I got the biggest guest of all time coming down to the ring right now for my show. It's me, Abraham Washington. I hate it. I do too. It's so it's dumb. so bad. It's so bad, but obviously it could... <laughs> but like,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Oh, man. Okay, I'm sorry. So, Shelton. Yeah? Uh, t- well, I got a question for you. Okay. First, before we move on. Are you controlling your narrative today?
0: I was controlling my narrative, and I hit a patch of black ice, and mm-hmm. I was out of control of my narrative.
1: hmm
0: I almost thought I was going to hit the... Control narrative guardrail mm-hmm. Luckily My feet, ass and tires Hit clean asphalt And I was able to ready my life
1: And my narrative Okay, that's good The other day I was uh, controlling my narrative And I accidentally um, Stepped on a Lego mm. mm-hmm. And as yeah. I was on one foot I tried to, to I was holding my foot And I was like trying right. to maintain my balance Right uh-huh. I stepped on a Hot Wheels, and I fell right onto my <laughs> so you, project you, you, pit. You,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the project pit is next to a messy children's bedroom. It would seem. What with the well, my Legos and Hot pit
1: <laughs> is is.
0: You have Legos and, and Hot Wheels in your bedroom, don't you?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They were your toys, weren't they? Yes. Now, once you fell into the project pit.
1: Did chaos rain. Oh, it's always raining in the project <laughs> pit. It's always raining in the project pit. It's uh, raining chaos.
0: As my,
1: <laughs>
0: as my Toyota Tercel slid out of control due to the black ice, I thought about super kicking the guardrail in order mm-hmm. to right yeah. the bird and land yeah. this thing, and decided no, hashtag super kicks. Mm-hmm. So instead, just controlled my narrative.
1: I lost uh, the ability to power steer at all in uh, this SUV hmm. as I was on the side of a mountainous road, mm-hmm. and there was a, a turn coming up, and I couldn't steer. Yeah, and I was going like eighty-eight miles an hour. I was going, scary. You're trying yeah. to go back in time, is what you're doing. And, and I thought, for a second, I thought um, I was going to go go off the cliff, and and that was going to be it, but. Thankfully, I was controlling my narrative (laughs) and there's no hashtag tope suicidas. So my car stayed on the road and did not die. Did not dive. Thank God that your
0: AMC Gremlin did not do a tope suicida (laughs) off the side of the mountain.
1: Uh anyway, now uh, that we're in control of our narratives. Sheldon Benjamin comes out and and this theme that he's using is not the one. I don't know what it is. Oh man.
0: It's You can't rob a man. Don't stop. <laughs> Ain't no stopping me. No. But it's a different version. Yeah, it's a
1: remix. And I hate it. Yeah, it's not It's not as good. I hate it so much. It made me so mad.
0: Um, the gold standard was a good bit for Shelton.
1: Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that as a nickname. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I dug it. Definitely. Shelton's fucking great.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Still fucking great. Mm-hmm. That's a guy that, like, God damn. What? Nothing? You got nothing? Um... So okay, so Shelton's out. Yeah. He basically says You suck to Abraham Washington. <laughs> yes. Something about what show we end up on. I'm like, God damn it, we were doing this even then. And then Uh my next note here just says Vance Archer. Unreal. And it's a very young Lance Archer. Mm-hmm. My next note here just says, what an evolution for
1: that fucking guy. I'm a big Lance Archer guy. Vance Archer is five six. <laughs> Lance Archer is six, six five. <laughs> <laughs> like. um,
0: he looks like, in a good way, I would say, he's put on sixty pounds since here too. Yeah. Uh It's hard to judge him for this, but his hair is in that um too short to be long, too long to be short. Yeah. Stage, and it's not a good look for him. Mm-hmm. So, he's out, and then after him, it's this fucking popped me. The Dude Busters. Yeah. Trent, whom I know and remember clearly. The other guy that I had to rewind and see the, match, the name graphic pop up to remember his name was Kalen Croft.
1: Yeah, I couldn't even tell you that right now. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Trent. Mm hmm. So good. He's yeah. still
0: fucking just killing it right now. Uh,
1: and, okay, and then Kozlov. Yeah. For what? I don't know. And then this everyone. This is not a match, by the way, guys. This no, is, a talk, this is just a talk show segment. This And then everyone beats the shit out of each other mm-hmm. or whatever. And then for some reason, Kozlov and Shelton shake hands. That is correct. Does this lead to anything? What could it possibly lead to? There A is no more ECW and on like SmackDown. Da- I don't know. I'm thinking maybe they're booking other shit because oh, it sure f- as hell ain't ACW. Fuck. Uh, I don't know.
0: <coughs> I genuinely don't know. You know what might also be fun? Watch the two shows following this up. Watch the watch SmackDown from this week. Yeah. Watch Raw from it would have been the following week, but yeah. Just to see. Maybe Let's, it paid off somewhere.
1: Yeah, yeah. We gotta get this... Let's commit to that, actually.
0: We gotta get this Shelton Kozlov team off the ground now!
1: Uh,
0: a black guy and a Russian? They'll never see it coming. <laughs> God damn it. My next uh, note, the show is half over. Yep. Because I was, again, like, there's no fucking way.
1: Ugh. There's a huge ad for Elimination Chamber the after this. The longest. And it and it was awesome. It was a good ad. It was. But it was just so long. I almost thought that like the thing had kicked me back out to like a menu <laughs> yeah. or something. I was like,
0: God, why are we advertising this? Yeah. Um And then it's main event time really, right? Or did I skip something? Yeah. Oh shit. My next note is already. Oh no, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, Christian is the ECW champ. Okay. He did so much good work on this brand at this point. Mm-hmm. I remember him just having ball of fucking matches. This belt is too fucking big. It's bad. It looks like the front end of a fucking grandpa
1: car. If it were, conservatively speaking, six inches narrower, three inches off each side. Right. And like an inch and a half shorter. I don't like the
0: shape of the center plate. See, I do. See, I to very me, much do. it looks like some sort of like a, a fucking animal cracker. Like if you just look at the outline, it's too curvy. I don't know.
1: I need I need angles. I love. Lo- yeah. dude, dude. It has angles. Yeah. Are you dude, kidding
0: me? They'd be rounded around the sides. Those they are be some, Those are some fat angles. Fat angles. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um. So then, out comes. Ezekiel Jackson. Big Zeke. Mm-hmm. The size of this man. The width on him. Whee!
1: This here. What you call domination. It's, it's a combination, combination of skill, skill and, and concentration. concentration. So rise to the occasion. Do something amazing. Because anything that I do, I, I dominate dominated. it. Dun, 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 dun. Song rules. Dun, dun, for dun, all dun, for dun, all song, dun. I believe. Really? I do believe, yeah. Wow. Uh, who is this ring announcer?
0: Well, hold on. Big Zeke is managed by William Regal, which again I was like,
1: I I don't re- remember what? that at all. Um,
0: Ring announcer was who? I don't know. Tiffany? I don't think so. Um. God damn it. Lena Yada? Maybe. Okay. Uh, so this match is for the ECW Championship. Mm-hmm. Christian cuts a little promo before the show about how like, hey, it's the last show. In case you haven't heard, I'm glad I was here. Okay, yeah. Um, so there's a run in during the. Oh, by the way, this is under extreme rules. This is one of the more PG hardcore matches I think I've ever seen.
1: Hmm.
0: But whatever. Um. Yeah. Zack Ryder does a run in for
1: mm-hmm. some reason wearing his horrid gear that I hate. He dies very hard getting thrown out of the ring. Oh, I don't remember, yeah. Tiffany again. Tiffany is out. She at some point
0: tackles Rosa Mendez, I guess. I guess it was a spear. And it it, it my note here just says Rosa Mendez dash awful. <laughs> Actually, hang on. This is back to back. Zack Ryder Awful <laughs> gear, Rosa Rosa Mendez. Awful, yeah, very bad, very bad,
1: not great. So they do the shopping cart spear mm-hmm. thing. Still terrifying. terrifying. Yeah, uh, I actually, Rhino was running a hundred miles an hour when dude, he did it.
0: <laughs> uh, I actually have a note here that says I actually kind of like this type of hardcore match where you're taking a match and you're using the. Weaponry and the gimmicks is just a way to extend it rather yeah. than a replacement for a good match.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have I think says, Christian was real good at that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that those early ladder matches, not so much. I think that like when they oh, were real early, down. they were just like, we got to do something. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But then after that, yeah, definitely. Uh, my next one on this she says, Christian is a god. Yeah. Because, like, before we get to the end of it, I actually liked this match. This match was actually pretty good, Uh, yeah. It's easily Ezekiel Jackson's best match by an enormous margin. <laughs> but watching it, I was like, I just appreciated how everything was put together. I appreciated the pace of it. Christian is... No one has carried anything more than Christian, I think, carried Ezekiel Jackson. In this. He works so hard. Yeah, yeah. Be more like Christian. If you're a wrestler and you're listening to this, be
1: more like Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he loses. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, if you, the, the downside of being more like Christian is that sometimes you will end up like Christian. You will always have a job. <laughs> and you will probably always do the job. Yeah.
0: But, yeah. Then he loses. Uh, Takes something through a table.
1: For some reason... Yeah, it's just like a um, you're not rock bottom. He, but oh, like he bottom. doesn't, yeah. he doesn't bump. Right. Yeah, you're not. Okay. You. Um, I I don't know why they would do this. I don't know why I don't remember this happening. <laughs> it's all just, I it remember. Ca- it caught me off guard. Like I thought Christian won. But... I
0: actually remembered Ezekiel Jackson winning. I just had never seen the match or something.
1: Mm, like, okay.
0: Um. But yeah, last champion, Ezekiel Jackson. Now, the interesting thing here is, technically speaking, as this is the last ECW show, his title reign lasts from the time that he wins it until the end of the broadcast. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ezekiel Jackson was the last ECW champion at a reign of two minutes. I love it. Like, yeah. And then they hype NXT again. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, that's the end that. of ECW. Yep. With a whimper instead of a bang. Of course.
1: Like. Could you recommend this show? <laughs> you know. I might. Yeah. I might want to be high first. <laughs> yeah. Big time. Did I
0: tell that story For on here? For the wrong reasons. Did I tell that story on here about my friend seeing Morbius? I did. I did. Yeah. 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 If If you're high and you sleep through part of it, it's real good. Um. So I, I I don't know if you gotta be in a real mood or a state to wanna watch this show, even at only forty seven minutes. Yeah. Which was the best part, honestly. Yeah. Because <laughs> another hour of this would have been bad. Um The tag match you could skip, that middle of the show segment, you almost have to watch just for how fucking
1: weird it is. I almost forgot, dude. There was a dark match. Oh yeah, there was a dark match Before for the show. Before, okay. It, unbelievable. Jimmy Wang Yang, okay, defeated Tyler Rex. Holy fuck! <laughs> defeated. Yeah. Good. It doesn't God. have time for that though. I, I want to. It couldn't. Some have been. say
0: it's still going. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Amazing yeah as oh, far, the I'm ring sorry. announcer here is listed as Savannah. Who the fuck is Savannah? Exactly. Um, What
0: was up with these one-name names for it It's not good, especially for, like, but it's, it's not good at all, but it's especially not good for women when they only give them a first name. Yeah. Like, Natalia works because it's not what I would call common. Yeah. But you're you have two characters on the same show named Tiffany and Savannah? You know how I many dozens of Tiffany's and Savannah's I've met in my life?
1: Ma a million. Dozens! Um <laughs> You know how many dozens? Dozens. Dozens of dozens. Exactly. Doesn't it?
0: At minimum hundred and forty four. Uh I got an itch. It's real bad. Okay. <laughs> uh Jesus. Yeah, watch that middle segment if you got to. Main event is pretty fucking solid. I really did enjoy it. Pass that.
1: Uh, I, if I recommend this, it is for the wrong reasons. Sure. Like, I wouldn't say... It's not like a... I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. Is it in I the so bad it's good
0: thing, or is it just in just the... It's just curiosity, honestly. puzzling.
1: Puzzling. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It's definitely... I have so many question marks on this... No, she. This is
0: one of the weirdest ones that
1: we've covered.
0: Yeah. And that kind of covers some fucking ground. Mm hmm.
1: Uh, anyways. You let's... know what would have made this show much better? Uh, what? That, uh, Just adding in the segment with Paul Orndorff and Dan Spivey <laughs> from that WCW pay per view. <laughs> that might have made this episode. Of the American
0: better. Psychics Network.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: I'm never going to say no to that segment being just crudely edited into a program, though. Uh, Let's wrap this one up. This is a shorter one than normal, but that's fine.
1: Yeah, fuck
0: them. Honestly, guys, It's there's not much to talk about with this show. Like, yeah. We covered all of it probably in more detail than the company did. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like, I think we left out some of the NXT announcements. I remember them calling Skip Sheffield someone with a dynamic personality, and I was like... Wow guys you were uh yeah calling your shot
1: what an unbelievable early on. oh god just what an unbelievable god
0: uh
1: <laughs> I thought that's what you said Yeah I mean it is what I said
0: <laughs> Let's uh let's wrap this one up Uh guys we love you we thank you for motivating us to do this fucking podcast uh Follow us on Twitter at WowEd Podcast. Follow Zow Live, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going somewhere new,
1: right? Uh, I think I am actually, yeah. You were yeah, in a match
0: graphic fun? the other day.
1: Yeah, which is crazy because I almost didn't get that day off work. I'm
0: and glad I, we're being yeah. professionals
1: here. Hey. Uh, higher ground wrestling. Higher ground wrestling. Yes. Follow That'll and be watch fun. our friends
0: at higher ground wrestling. Um St. Louis Anarchy as well. Our friends Mm -hmm. out in Omaha for uh, Magnum. And uh, Rocket Pro from home of the Hollywood Casino, Joliet, Illinois. Uh, Until next time, I have been your host. Yeah. The only survivor of the Challenger Space Shuttle disaster, (laughs) Christian Rose,
1: a.k.a. Tom. Uh, I've been your other host, the only survivor of the Discovery shuttle explosion... And uh, uh, my name is Brayden, otherwise known as Damien Deschain. I don't know why that was so clunky.